it's new project time. Oh shit, I'm late. Uh, check your watch, buddy. It's it's time to get going on this new project. Oh god, we're here. I'm not ready for this. It's it's hard to move on from the comforts of the past, but Brendan, this is a brand new world for us, and mm-hmm. I'm personally. I'm feeling pretty excited. Um, I'm on the fence about it. We'll see how it is. Maybe at some point I will want to get back to the past. (laughs) But for now, I'm on board. We can't make these references to Samurai Jack is dead. (laughs) Oh, that's right. He's dead. He's died. Add it to the Uh, list of things we will never talk about again. Right next to Cowboy Bebop, the live action Netflix show. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those words, ne'er shall leave our lips again. (laughs) Nick Montagani, I'm here with Brendan Riley. Brendan, we're starting a new thing today, aren't you? Re- ready to roll? I am ready. Despite what awesome. I said mere moments ago. Uh, I have to stop asking you if you're ready to go and simply accept that you're going to have to be. <laughs> yes, we're here to start our, our, our new project today. And if you heard our announcement yesterday, you'll know that, yes, after a long time of Teasing this coming up and me practically begging Brendan to get on board with with this specific topic. We've we finally landed on it, and that's right, we are here to talk about Avatar. Yeah. I don't know why everyone's so hot on it, but what are your I mean, it seems like you're a little reserved here, Brendan. What's well, I don't you know. know. I'm I, I so worried about I haven't it. seen all of it yet. Oh, I've only watched the first part, so maybe maybe after more of it. I'll change my That's mind. That's true. There is more of it to watch, and um, that is something we'll get to in time. But uh, we've we've started our journey here, and uh, I'm feeling I'm feeling super stoked to talk about. I've been dying to talk about this for a long time. You know, the story of Avatar is really um, something that has impacted me deeply over the years. You know, thinking about um, you know the story of. It really it's it's interesting because it tells it's kind of a, a metaphor for you know the horrors of colonialism mm-hmm. and um, you know what can happen when uh, you know tribes of these disparate people with uh, you know remarkable powers really that are are kind of hard to explain in in human terms really um, what can happen you know when they have to band together under you know the watchful eye of a hero among them with, you know, some of the greatest powers of all. Yep. Yep. Deep spiritual, spiritual connection to the earth. Yeah. Yeah. It's really actually super deep stuff that I resonate with a lot. And we'll get way into that as we continue on uh, with this project where we talk about Avatar. Um, But I think, I don't know, Brendan, I, I, there's so much that I would like to say to you, but I think we'll, we'll get to it as we go along and, I think maybe it's time to launch straight straight into our our experience with Avatar. Are you are you ready to launch right into the recap? I'm ready to launch. <laughs> All right. Blast off, baby. Here we go. We're talking about Avatar. Jake Sully is a crippled war veteran and former Marine. Uh, he wakes up in a giant spaceship on its way to Pandora, a thickly forested Earth-like moon orbiting some unimportant planet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jake Sully tells us he has a deceased twin brother who is to be part of a high-level program overseen by corporate and military strategists to study the environment and inhabitants of Pandora. 
because Jake Sully and his brother are an exact genetic match, he was presented with the opportunity to take over his brother's contract with a corporate military entity and travel light years away to Pandora. Jake Sully agrees to the deal as his brother's body is cremated. Yep. Yep. So we're thrown right into it. On our way to Pandora. On our way to... Gonna see the sights. (laughs) On our way to start our Avatar journey Mm -hmm. together. Uh, do we want to keep the facade going, or or what do you want to do here? I think it's blown. <laughs> yeah, it's too late for that. Jake Sully, not a character that I've ever heard of in the uh, last Airbender universe. No. Uh, Brendan, I can't fucking believe that I am watching Avatar. Yeah, um, and you had told me in uh, off mic that this was your first time watching it. It's one of those things where I have gone so many years now where I didn't see it in theaters, which is, of course, the way that everyone says you were supposed to. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the only way to watch it. Um, I've got like a nice 55-inch 4K TV, but... Oh, my God, it looks so bad on the nice <laughs> TVs. Um, I didn't see it at the time, and then it passed me by. I was like, well, I don't know. I... I could watch this at home but then the longer it went on i said this looks fucking dumb Mm -hmm. i don't want to see this stupid shit and now that you've watched it do you think you were right uh we'll get to that all right in just a little bit of time (laughs) i'm i'm sitting here i'm watching this movie i'm watching jake sully talk about his dead brother and some military goons talking about his dead brother Mm -hmm. waking him up out of some kind of sleep some kind of cryo sleep in space yeah like they do uh i'm i'm just kind of a little pissed off that i i finally (laughs) i can't this is something i can't claim anymore is that i've never seen avatar before yeah and you know when when you've got one of those movies that everyone seems to love but you haven't seen it it does become kind of like a point of pride for you um i am familiar with that i have never seen frozen um I don't think you would like it. I don't think that I would. Um, I might. Uh, who knows? I haven't seen it. It's got some killer songs in it, though. Yeah. Well, I know one of them because one of them was in Kingdom Hearts and half of or like a portion of another one was also in Kingdom Hearts. Um, I I I'm not sure that Frozen is for you, but I mean, with uh, with that said, like, feel free to follow your heart, you know, if you want to go back and check it out at some point. But I I, I know what you mean. It does it. A point of pride is exactly what it has been for me yeah, over the years. It just becomes a it becomes part of your character. Like, no, I haven't seen it. And if I do see it, I lose a part of me. I've never seen the Goonies. Oh, that's a big one. Yeah, but I, like even that, I just have no interest. Um, um, I think you'd probably like it, but it's not like the most earth shattering thing. So you're not really missing out on too much. I kind of know what to expect out of that, and like it's just it's not calling my name in any way. So we'll see if I ever. I mean, it's, I, I think inevitably somebody's going to like force me to sit down and watch that movie. Yeah, um, as long as it's not you on this podcast. No, probably wouldn't be. That doesn't fit our uh, our mo. No, instead we're here to talk about Avatar, Brendan. My experience with Avatar is I've been to. Uh, the Animal Kingdom at the Walt Disney World Resort. There you go. That's all you need. You learned everything. Uh, it's actually remarkable how much I did learn when I was there, uh, and also how much I didn't learn. We'll get into that. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but that's my experience. You you went and saw Avatar on the big screen back in the day, did you? I did. I saw it in, in real 3D. Um, I didn't care for it <laughs> at the time. Mm-hmm. I thought it was fine, uh, visually impressive. Uh, the 3D was probably some of the best 3D I'd seen. But that's not enough, for, really, for me to carry a three-hour-long movie. It's three hours is another one of my hesitations over it's the years. It's very I don't fucking have three long. Hours. It's so long. And it feels like it's going to be over halfway through. And it just keeps going. There was a point where I looked and I said, okay, we're ramping up to the final conflict. And there was still an hour left of the yep, movie. Yep. I know exactly the part you're talking about. Um. Yikes. Well, this won't be a three-hour podcast, I can promise you that. <laughs> no, it won't. I'm curious to see if your opinions of Avatar have changed over the years. <clears throat> I have a feeling I know. Um, Yeah, they've decayed a bit. I, I like it a little less even now. Um, Something, you know what it is, I think, is the animation in 3D kind of works. But when I'm watching it on my 4K TV with, like, the motion smoothing turned on because I can't figure out how to turn it off... The (laughs) stupid son of a bitch. (laughs) The creatures have this like jittery movement to them. Like very early on, we're introduced to this little like black dog looking thing. And it looks like it's missing frames in its animation. The way it like chases Jake around. Try to call him Sully. Everyone calls him Sully. I think the way it chases Sully around. Jake Sully. When they give him as stupid a name as Jake Sully, (laughs) uh, my notes have Jake, the full name Jake Sully <laughs> written in every instance. So Jake Sully initials how, JS, yes. of course, uh, an analog to John Smith, mm-hmm. because this movie is uh, Pocahontas or Dances with Wolves, if you're pretentious. In space. Yeah, in space. Um, if you've seen either of those, you've seen this. Uh, some mild racism. Mm, we'll find out. <laughs> mild. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> well, you know, it could get a little spicy from time to time. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's the setup for Avatar. I guess the spaceship is kind of cool that they're flying in. It, yeah, it reminds me of like a Halo spaceship. Yeah. It's kind of like flat-ish. It's not flat, but it's got that like real boxy, wide kind of shape to it. It was kind of neat. It's really, really long, and it's got like a big mm-hmm. solar panel on it. It's kind of cool. When I was looking at it, I was trying to imagine what's inside of it. Like, why does the ship need to be that big? It doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> no. It's an unnecessary shape. They, it's, they thought it would look cool on a movie theater screen, and I bet it probably did. <laughs> it probably did, yeah, popping right out of the screen at you. Uh, okay, Brendan, let's see what happens here. I should say right off the bat that my summary, I did not write down, but I did abbreviate a full summary of Avatar that I found from IMDB. Uh-huh. That was extremely long and detailed, so there was actually a lot of abbreviating. Uh, I'll say this summary was written by IMDB, but I should get a co-credit. <laughs> As editor. And that's what they're all about on IMDb is giving people credit for the things that they worked on. Yeah, they love doing that. So I'll get in touch with my agents and make sure that that's properly updated on their site. See that you do. Jake Sully arrives on Pandora. Brendan, here's my first thought where clearly I had no idea what this movie was about. I said, wait a minute. Pandora is an actual real place? Yeah, why I'm why, I'm confused as to why you wouldn't think it was. More on that later. 
okay. <laughs> it is confusing, and I'm very stupid, but uh, we'll talk about it. Uh, everyone has to wear a full face breathing mask since the atmosphere of the planet will not support human life. I think they actually at one point say it's poisonous even. Yes, they do. Um, Jake Sully follows everyone into the military base in his wheelchair, earning the moniker Meals on Wheels from a few rude Marines, which is a very lazy insult. Yep. Yep. They're doing their best. Doesn't really even kind of describe like meals, meals on wheels, just because he's got wheels. I don't know. It sucks. <laughs> well, because the, the animals on Pandora are going to eat him. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That still sucks. It still sucks. Yeah, but it, it, it at least kind of makes sense. Uh, it makes enough sense where I don't have to talk about it anymore. Um, I, I, I'm immediately thinking, how much of this movie is human stuff? Like, I thought this was going to be more like blue alien stuff. And there's a lot of human stuff mm-hmm. to kick this movie off and then throughout the movie. So. Yeah, yep. Uh, not interested. <laughs> like when you watch like one of those movies where there's real people and cartoons happening and it's like, let's get back to the cartoons, yeah, can please. Can we see the cartoons again? That's where <laughs> I'm invested. Um, there's some big mechs on this base that look pretty cool. Like you can tell that with all the CG going on here, like maybe it's a little dated now because this movie came out 13 years ago, but mm. like it clearly looks like it was an expensive movie oh, to yeah. make like the money shows oh yeah every scene in the military base at least has like a billion things happening it's like yeah. the star wars uh remasters where there's just like hundreds of things moving around in the background all the time for no reason for no reason no can you imagine i mean we'll s- Maybe we'll determine at the end of this if we're even interested in seeing it. But can you imagine how expensive Avatar 2 is going to look? Oh, my God. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's all like ocean based, isn't it? They just have to render water. Yeah, but that shit's expensive. To that's do it good. It's true. Yeah. Uh, we'll find out. Well, somebody will find out. Probably not me. Uh, Jake Sully goes into a military briefing where the colonel, I didn't write his name down because it's not important. I don't know it either. He tells everyone about Pandora's indigenous population, the Navi, who are hard to kill, he says, and people will die unless they obey the rules. Pandora rules. Yeah. Hoorah. (laughs) You're right, Colonel. Pandora does rule. (laughs) No, it's not what I mean. (laughs) Oh, shit. I'm going to (laughs) die. Immediately seeing the colonel, I'm like, okay, well, the colonel's going to die by the end of this movie. Oh, yeah. 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 They set him up. Even his, like, appearance is like, I am the bad guy. Do you see this scar on my face? (laughs) Clearly, I've been up to no good here. (laughs) Can I have a turnaround by the end of this three-hour film? Unlikely. (laughs) Think he could have. He doesn't. He had his chances. He had his chances. (laughs) Uh, Jake Sully meets the science team in charge of the Avatar program, including some nerd named Norm, who's not important to the film. Nope. Um, he does look like Tom Green, though. This is true. And that's enough for me. I had said to you that he sounded a lot like uh, Chef Linguini from Ratatouille. You did. Yep. Uh, and then I think we looked it up and he's not. But and it was not him, but very similar voice. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, you might recognize him from Dodgeball, I think was like the most notable thing that we found. (laughs) (laughs) 
he was one of the average Joes in dodgeball, <laughs> yeah. but like not any of the ones that you would think about. Not any of the important ones. He wasn't Rip Torn. Nope. He wasn't Pirate Alan Tudyk. Nope. It's not Vince he was, Vaughn. He was another guy. <laughs> um. Jake Sully looks at a big blue Navi version of himself floating in a big tank. Brendan, in the line for the Flight of Passage line uh, ride at uh, the Animal Kingdom, they do have a big Navi in a tank that you can look at. Mm-hmm. Does that, does that do anything for you? I mean, that's kind of neat. I heard that the park doesn't have a lot of like Navi like walking around it, though. I have never seen a single Navi walking around that seems the like Valley a, of Mora, which is what it's called. That seems like a such a waste. <laughs> Disney World is not as big on like straight up walk around characters in mm. the way that Disneyland is. Um, in Disneyland, you can see like any one random character walking around unattended. Mm. Um but in Disney World they have like specific zones where you like go to meet like the core characters, like Mickey, Minnie, and the gang. Hmm. Um, but oh they yeah, could they have like special have times more. and like meetups and things. Yeah, exactly. Um, maybe a letdown, but it doesn't stop me from going. Yeah, well, I so just to briefly derail and go into the Disney park, the the theming Please, for that. You know, I want nothing more than this. The theming for that I've heard is that you are there as like a tourist, and the humans there are trying to like better the relations between humans in Navi. Right? That's like the 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 conceit mm-hmm. of the park. So it seems mm-hmm. very weird, uh, and almost like they're up to no good. That there are no Navi in the park. There are no Navi in the park. I guess there's like uh, a one animatronic on one ride or something from what I've heard. The, the So there's two rides and one of them is a very gentle boat ride. Um, and that one has what is like the most complicated, complex animatronic that exists in Disney parks. Mm-hmm. And is a character that does not exist in the movie Avatar itself. Nope. No, it's like this. It's the shaman who sings a little song and waves his hands around as you ride by. Um, But like other than that, you see some Navi on video screens on the rides. Mm -hmm. But yeah, not any other representation of them. I mean, I guess it's fair. They're like 10 feet tall, so that would be incredibly difficult. But. It just seems like it. kind of a disappointment. They have someone dressed up as uh, James P. Sullivan, a.k.a. Sully from Monsters, Inc., who wears the like a gigantic Sully suit. Yeah. Oh, that's thick, though. The, the Navi are all incredibly thin. Oh, we'll talk about that, too, in a little <laughs> bit. Um. Anyway, I don't know. It's fine. It's fun to look at and walk around. And they've got a great restaurant there. Oh, I don't know. Not important. Uh, We learn about the Avatar program. Uh, What it is is they enable a human to link with their own Avatar, which is a genetically bred human-Navi hybrid. Mm -hmm. And in his Avatar body, Jake Sully will be able to walk again and will be able to breathe the poisonous atmosphere of Pandora. Uh, Jake Sully meets head scientist Dr. Sigourney Weaver. (laughs) <laughs> yep. 
And at this point, I am going, ooh, Sigourney Weaver. Okay, now we are talking. Yep, yep. I remember when I first saw it, seeing her and being like, this is an interesting twist. Now she uh, loves the aliens. Hey, she's come full circle. She actually <laughs> is. It is the same character. Yeah, it is. is. <laughs> yeah. They do explicitly call that out at some point. <laughs> do they ever explicitly say what year it is? Um, if they do, I missed it. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm guessing like couple thousand years far enough in the future that I think they say that we have like completely exploited the earth and there are like is nothing one of left those stories. Yeah. One of those classic sci fi things. Yeah. So uh, hundreds to thousands of years. Unclear. So stop messing around people or we're going to have to go <laughs> kill all the Navi. <laughs> People seem really excited to do, but not Dr. Sigourney Weaver. No, no, no. She loves the Navi and loves the Avatar program, but she's annoyed with the inexperienced Jake Sully and tells him she needs his brother. She doesn't need Jake Sully. Yep. He's mad about it. Yeah. Uh, She's also mad. She confronts the rich guy that's in charge of this entire program who gives us kind of the overall objective of what they're actually doing here which is mining the mineral unobtainium. Unobtainium! I I do love that it's called unobtainium. No, you don't. I absolutely do. I think that is hilarious. I mean, I love it ironically. Yeah, well, of course, yeah. That's It's just like you make this big fucking super expensive movie uh, and you have to come up with some sort of mineral they want, so you call it unobtainium. It's really hard to get. <laughs> Some would almost call it unobtainable. Wait. One of them played like a Ratchet and Clank recently. I was like, well, in that, they got something called raritonium. That's better. But yeah, Ratchet and Clank is doing it on purpose. <laughs> I did Google the word unobtainium, and it seems like Avatar might not be the first thing to use this specific term. Oh, this God. might be like a trope of science fiction things is like... The weird, rare mineral that people fight over. I think people have used the word unobtainium before, but this, I think, is I, I certainly has to be the most famous example because mm. this is one of the few things I knew about Avatar was unobtainium. Yep. Uh, this is the first thing that sticks out to me. I can't think of anything else that has used it. I believe. I'd have to look it I up. I believe again. that something else might have, but. Well, in any case. <laughs> It sucks, but we both like it because it yeah, sucks so because bad. Because it sucks. Uh, yeah. And it kind of, it's at this point where you're like, all right, maybe this movie will be all right. What is unobtainium, you might ask? Well, I'll tell you all about it. It's a potent source of energy that sells for many millions a kilo, they say. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of all they really say about that's it. That's it. Yep. If you want more information, fuck you. The rich guy wants it because it's expensive. I mean, I I'd, that's, I can wrap my mind around that. Yeah. Um, the rich guy tells Sigourney Weaver he wants to get the Navi to trust him so that they can kind of get in and get the unobtainium. They keep calling the Navi savages. Yep, they do. So clearly they're trying to make them all seem like racists, but it feels icky mm -hmm. having them continually do this. And it almost... <laughs> I don't know, like, they're trying to make them look like racist, but in doing so, it feels like they're being racist themselves. <laughs> yeah, I don't, it's all a little on the nose. I think they could have tried a bit harder to hide what they're doing, <laughs> or, like, not hide it so much, but, like, flavor it a little better. 
you don't need to go full like colonizers in America fighting natives, mm-hmm. bringing disease to the people of the thing. I don't know. You know, they didn't they- do that. They could have done that. So maybe that's a point for the movie. There's so many that they very didn't go that bad route. things that they could have done. But uh, this just a repeated use of the word savages. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't care for it. <laughs> um, They go back to the lab. People have these big iPads that look very shitty. Mm hmm. They look way better in the Avengers movies, even like the Avengers movies that were like contemporaneous with this Avatar movie. I feel like those big, stupid, fake iPads look better than the ones in this movie. I don't know. Yeah, I think this movie's going for like a a more fully realized retro futurism kind of thing. Like they are Mm. trying to kind of hit the same aesthetics as like the Alien movies or other sci-fi movies of that time. But then also kind of bring it into the future with like their weird curved floating screens that all of the people at the desks have. It's a mishmash of technology. Yeah. Um, Jake Sully links to his avatar for the first time and wakes up in a different room and is in a big blue body. Mm-hmm. He's a big blue boy now. Yep. Uh, He starts moving around too much to the detriment of the scientists because he's overjoyed at walking for the first time since becoming a paraplegic, Mm -hmm. Um, which I actually like. I kind of like that they have like him. And he's he's happy about it. Yeah, that's kind of cool. This is okay. So hearkening back to what I said earlier, this is where I was way off in my understanding of what the movie Avatar was all about. I thought that. All of this, like Pandora, the avatars themselves, I thought this was all virtual or like digital. Oh, because of the word avatar. Because of the word avatar and because I also knew that the process of becoming an avatar was like linking into a computer thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have to like lay down in a pod that connects them to the the avatar. With my very loose understanding of that, I thought that like the Central conflicts and all of like the actual world of Avatar were some kind of simulation. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can see. I can see where you would maybe pick that up from having only like tangentially heard things about the movie. But then it seemed weird to me that like they'd make a whole land of it in the animal kingdom where there's like actual physical objects and they're not like, we're going to jack you into the system now so you can walk around Pandora. That um, that could be fun, too. I could see Disney doing something neat with that. That could be kind of cool. You like uh, lay in a pod and the pod spins around and then opens up and you're in a different room. It's a bottleneck, though. You know, you got to get people in and out of that land. You can't have them. That's do that true. Just a walk around and spend money in the gift shops. You got to get them in and out. (laughs) Well, that's why you have the pod lead straight into a gift shop. Everything leads straight into a gift shop. Don't you know? (laughs) I do know that. (laughs) That's, that's, that's where the bread is buttered, my friend. Uh, anyway, so now I'm learning kind of what the deal is with everything. Yes. Jake Sully. He's, he is Navi now. Uh, he bursts out of the room in his 12 foot tall avatar body Runs outside to a rec- recreation area. Brendan, we are 15 minutes into this movie and I am seeing Navi play basketball. Yes. Yep. Um, I was shocked at that actually this time around because I was like, why wouldn't we have seen them on the way in? 
nope. and also if this avatar program is so like expensive and stuff what are they doing just hanging around here playing basketball just shooting some hoops and why don't those characters ever show up again uh, who are they who are you we know? don't even know the only three avatars we ever see are jake sully's uh the nerdy friend and uh sigourney weaver and these two clearly have some control because they are mad hooping yeah and they yeah they don't reappear i wonder what their role in all of this is are they like botany specialists like sigourney weaver seems to be or are they just people like military grunts who found their way into some of these pods and are like i'm gonna get in a body yeah i don't know and if they did that why wouldn't jake sully be on their squad it's like well we can't we can't waste the avatar because it was super expensive to make so we need to find someone who can pilot it and let's leave him in a position he's entirely unqualified for Oh, Brendan, wasting the Avatar because it's something so expensive to make is another thing that we'll talk about in just <laughs> a little bit of time. Um, yes, they're playing basketball. Jake Sully running around outside. Uh, he meets Sigournavi Weaver, I've decided to call her. That's good. That's pretty good. That's my one thing yeah. that I am proud of in my entire life, really. And she has a big, goofy smile on that she's like real stoked that he's having such a good time, which is a complete her 180 from her mood Mere minutes earlier. She's happier in Avatar form for whatever reason. Yeah. Also, her face is too eerily similar to Sigourney Weaver. Like, They're all like that. Yeah. All three they of them. are all like that, but especially Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney yeah. Weaver <laughs> is just Sigourney Weaver, but colored blue. But it's blue. very <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's like an uncan uncanny valley thing where it's like, well, we've watched Sigourney Weaver in movies for 40 plus years and yep. know exactly what she looks like. And then it's like, oh, but this also looks exactly like her. What's going on? Uh, and that that little detail kind of made it hard for me to watch any scene with like natural Navi because yeah. I was just sitting there trying to picture the actor. I was like, these all have to be what the real person playing them looks like. So I'm sitting there like trying to, in my mind, remove the blue and like the cat ears. Knowing the one other actor, the one other actual Navi person that I know who plays them, uh, they do look pretty similar, mm -hmm. but nothing looks as similar as Sigour Navi Weaver. <laughs> no, they probably they blew the whole like face scanning budget on her model. She's also wearing a belly shirt. Mm -hmm. I don't know. <laughs> yep. it's, it's it's fucking I'm rolling my eyes at that. Uh, eventually they fall asleep. <laughs> I don't know when the avatar sleeps. The link is broken and Jake Sully himself awakens. Mm -hmm. Jake Sully meets Michelle Rodriguez, a pilot. Yep. Jake Sully also speaks with the colonel who promises that if Jake Sully tells him everything he wants to know about the Navi, such as how to persuade them to move away from the unobtainium, uh, or how to fight them if they won't move. Uh, the colonel will see to it that Jake Sully gets the surgery he needs to regain use of his legs. Um, Navi Jake Sully flies out on a mission with Sigour Navi, Weaver, and <laughs> Norm. Yep. Good old Norm. Good old Norm. They land in a forest where 
Sigourney Weaver does science, and Jake Sully stands guard with a big fucking gun. <laughs> a huge gun. Navi-sized gun. It looks big even in the giant 12-foot blue alien hands. So can you imagine the actual <laughs> size of this gun? I wonder if it's one of the mech's guns. Like, that would make sense to mm. me. Those giant mechs they have walking around. Just or do, take it straight off. Or do those only those. use knives? Uh, well, they do have... <laughs> sheathed knives all of um, them have them like right on like the chest area of the of the robot which is actually extremely fucking cool i will say <laughs> uh yeah james cameron knows how to do himself a mech <laughs> gotta give it to him um but a navi holding a gun also looks fucking dumb <laughs> uh jake sully wanders off and is attacked by a big hammerhead space rhino. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking, who designed these stupid animals in this movie? They must have been, like, creaming their genes at all of the ideas that they came up with with some of these fucking things. Oh, yeah. There's a shitload of them. There's so many of them, and they're all so similar to what we know, but <laughs> it's spacey. But, but slightly different. Um... That boat ride in Animal Kingdom just has nonstop, like, weird animals. Pretty much all the animals that you're going to see in the next 45 minutes of this movie, mm -hmm. they all make an appearance on that ride. That checks out. For better out. or worse. Yeah. That seems like the only reason to put it in that park. Exactly. Exactly. Um, Jake Sully calls the hammerhead rhino a bitch. <laughs> he does. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate Jake Sully so much. <laughs> well, get used to it. I had a thought that I was going to bring up to you later on, but I think now is the time where we're talking about how we feel about Jake Sully. Brandon, do you think that this movie would have been changed in any way if Mark Wahlberg was Jake Sully? I think it would have been vastly improved if Mark Wahlberg was Jake Sully, yeah. And I don't like Mark Wahlberg, no. but I agree. Well, I think Mark Wahlberg's fine. Um eh. <laughs> Whatever. But I, th I think it would have been much better with him. You know, I don't even remember. Sam Worthington, does that sound right to you? Oh, I have no idea. Maybe. No. I, if, no. I just want to see now Mark Wahlberg's face on a blue guy. And I want him to be doing a Boston accent. He could be in the sequel. Oh, my God. Is he? I doubt it. <laughs> I very highly <laughs> Oh, I thought you were setting that up as like, and he is. And here, and Brandon, special guest joining us on the call, <laughs> Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> he's a local guy. We could probably get him on. Yeah, he's probably hanging he's, out at his brother's restaurant. He's, <laughs> we've got enough money to pay for a guest like that, too, <laughs> so that's fine. We get the whole funky bunch in here. Uh, well, then things would simply be too funky. You and me would be intimidated by how funky they were. I would have nothing to say to them. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> Hey, I've seen you in movies before, uh, and then here are your friends, the Funky Bunch. Thanks for coming on. The only reason I know who you are is because I think it's fun calling Mark Wahlberg Marky Mark. <laughs> Some people don't know that. Some people, actually, probably a lot of people these days don't probably, know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mark Wahlberg has become, he's really done well for himself, and we're proud of him. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I do almost kind of wish he was in this movie. Um. A big panther creature arrives and chases Jake Sully, and he gets separated from the crew. I'm watching this chase sequence, and I'm like, okay, now the age is starting to show a little bit. Because, like, this is 2009 intense 
chase scene mm-hmm. CG. It doesn't look that good. No, the 3D really did a lot to mask a lot of that, though. That's yeah, that's totally fair. So I'm not watching it in the right setting or even mm. in the right decade. And it's nearly impossible to do that at this point. That's true. Yeah. Uh, the time has passed. I could have gone and seen this in theaters when they re-released it like a couple mm. months ago, but I uh, missed the boat and I'm not super disappointed in that. No. Um, He manages to escape by jumping off a waterfall, but he loses his gun and his gear. Um, Later that night, Jake Sully is watched by an actual Navi. And this is, I don't know. They introduce the Navi character. We kind of get a good look at her. She's got like, I have such a problem with this, Brendan. She's got like Navi titties. Yeah, I was, the whole time I was like, what, what are the Navi? Are they mammalian? They want us to want to fuck the Navi. They They want us to want that. And they show us how that works. And I don't want that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that I do. That I do not. I've that seen, I explicitly I've seen how that. they did it, and I'm not into that. I don't even have the right equipment for no. that. But <laughs> I don't know. Like they've got, she's got Navi titties that are like barely covered up by like a little tiny thing. So like they're very much sexualizing these characters. Mm-hmm. All of them are barely wearing any clothing yep. at all. They change her outfit multiple times throughout the the film, uh, and never once are is she any more covered up. No, absolutely not. In if fact, anything, at, at certain she's points, less, yeah. yeah, she's less covered up. Exactly. Yeah. I had the same observation. They want us to want to fuck the Navi. They do. They do. They desperately want that. <laughs> and I'm sure there are people out there who want to fuck the Navi. I'm sure there are many people. Maybe that's why this movie was and so successful. you know successful. what? Maybe that's why they don't have them at Disney. Oh, yeah, that's true. Can't have them Family walking friendly. around, everyone getting all horned up at Disney World. They wouldn't, yeah, be spending their money. They wouldn't be going into the stores. They'd be chasing around these <laughs> sexy, lithe, blue <laughs> figures. They could make so much money on Navi body pillows, though. Navi body pillows, Navi, like, strip clubs. I don't know. <laughs> If Disney wanted to go in a different direction, they could put there's so much money on the table. They could put that one in uh what's it called now? Pleasure Island, downtown Disney. <laughs> it would still that would even still be a pretty hard R turn for them. But you know, if times are tight, anything's you know, anything's available. <laughs> uh yes, sexy Navi lady is here. She's about to shoot Jake Sully with an arrow, but decides against it when this small little luminescent jellyfish creature thing lands on her bow, Mm -hmm. which later we learn they are pure spirits, also known as the seeds of Awa, which is the Navi's all powerful God. Yep. Yep. It's the, the talking tree from Pocahontas. (laughs) Not many original ideas in this movie. (laughs) Uh, Also, thank you. IMDB for that exact description that I just read. (laughs) Uh, Jake Sully is attacked by a pack of gross dogs. Yep, these these are the dogs. This is where I started noticing the animation was a little fucky. <laughs> Things don't seem right here. These dogs are dripping and nasty. Uh, but he's saved by the Navi archer. Jake Sully thanks her, uh, but she mad. Oh, yeah. She big mad at mm-hmm. Jake Sully and says that 
in English, she says that he should go back to where he came from and calls him strong but stupid. Mm-hmm. They speak really good English for being literal aliens. Yeah, well, they to, to explain that, to defend the movie a little bit. I need this. I actually do need this explanation. They they have the the humans have been here, I think, for years now. And Sigourney Weaver and some of the other scientists set up a school to teach the Navi English. Uh, never. Well, some of the scientists did bother learning the Navi language, but most humans didn't. But they wanted to make sure that the Navi could speak English. But so my question is, is like, do the Navi know about the Avatar program? Um, yeah, because they call them dreamwalkers. So they, yeah, uh, they call and, them like, they call them like aliens and yeah, outsiders. Which, which is fair. <laughs> but then they get so mad at them later for being like, oh, well, we were part of this program when we were spying on you. It's like, well, they didn't kind of know that like the whole time. I, I think they knew that they were they were not actually Navi. And I and they did know Sigourney Weaver. She got kicked out for some reason. I don't think they really go into detail. Yeah. Um, but I don't think they knew like why they were doing it, like so that they could try to chase them off their land. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what they're really pissed about. OK, I, I don't know. Um, but th- that is the explanation for why they can speak English is that Sigourney Weaver taught them. My hands are in the air. I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> uh, the language stuff is funny to me because they go back and forth on like when it's important and when it's not. <laughs> I want to say that like most of the time that Jake is speaking with them, it's actually in English because they do have sections where like he needs a translator. Yes. It's like most of them speak pretty good English. Like I would I would think even even with that explanation, more of them speak English than should probably. I had the same impression. It seemed like a lot of them did. Yeah. Like it's, I, I, I can buy like a group of them, like the, the class that they taught before things got sour. Whatever. <laughs> <sighs> Jake Sully asks her to teach him the ways of the Navi. She says, sky people, as they refer to them, can't be taught. Mm-hmm. Uh, those seeds of Awa reappear and land on Jake Sully. His first impression is to frantically swat them away. <laughs> what a dipshit Jake Sully is. Uh, this is enough, though, for the Navi lady, and she takes Jake Sully with her. He follows her. Uh, her name is not important, but she is Zoe Saldana, so I will refer to her for the rest of this as Zoe Saldana. Uh, they are ambushed by a group led by... For some reason, I thought this name was important to keep in the thing. Sute. Sute. <clears throat> I didn't remember his name. I don't remember any of their names. Jake Sully's the only name I remember. Jake Sully and Norm. <laughs> Even Norm is barely making it for me. Yeah, he's like very under the radar, but really a star in this film if you <laughs> kind of watch it back. Uh, Sute, for some reason, I kept in the thing. <laughs> Uh, he is next in line to the Navi throne. Uh, they take J- Jake Sully off to the Navi village. They spend most of the time in this movie referring to their tribe using a word that isn't Navi, but I don't have it written down, so I'm just going to keep saying Navi. Yeah. Does that seem fine? That's fine. Okay. Simpler that way. Uh, Jake Sully is taken to Home Tree, which is a big ass tree where all the Navi live. Giant fucking tree. 
very big tree, mm-hmm. bigger even than the tree in Animal Kingdom itself. Yeah, and this is the problem, though, that giant tree sitting right on top of all the unobtainium. <sighs> if only there was a way to obtain it. No, it's unobtainable. There's a giant tree in the way. That is the main concern as to why it's been so unobtainable the whole time. Mm-hmm. If only there was a way to blast the tree away with some rockets. Yeah, if only, if only. Uh, I don't think that's possible, though. Um, yes, they arrive here. Jake Sully meets Zoe Saldana's parents, the king and queen. Mm-hmm. Jake Sully tells uh, all of them that he's a warrior. He actually tells them that he's a marine, as if that means fucking anything <laughs> yep what a stupid meathead where he has to the very first thing he describes himself is as well i'm a marine it's like okay i'm a navi does that yeah. mean anything <laughs> to you so fucking dumb uh anyway uh they decide that he can live with the navi and zoe saldana will be his teacher in their ways and their customs uh, he's stripped down into a Navi thong. Again, they want us to fuck the Navi. <laughs> yep. He falls asleep in a big leaf and then wakes up in his human form. Mm-hmm. Back at the base, Jake Sully gets the scientists all boned up with his Navi stories. Yeah, they're super stoked about it. This is a big breakthrough for them. They are horny as hell to hear <laughs> about the time with the Navi. Um, maybe that's what the scientists want to, is they also want to fuck the Navi. I think, I think this is all about wanting to fuck the Navi. Probably. Yeah. Uh, it's disgusting. (laughs) Um, the military also takes interest because just like you said, the home tree sits on top of a bunch of unobtainium. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jake Sully has three months to convince the Navi to move. Or advise the colonel on how to force them to do so before shit hits the fan. Uh, Jake Sully trains with Zoe Saldana, who who teaches him how to ride animals by connecting these weird threads that are at the bottom of his long Navi ponytail Mm -hmm. to the animal's antenna, which also has threads. Yeah, uh, and at this point in the movie, they have already kind of hinted at what this thing is. That's their, their penis. Uh, and the lady yeah. Navis have one, too. <laughs> yeah, they are more genitals than hair. Yeah, uh, the first time that that's hinted at, he Jake is holding the ponytail and sees like the threads. And I think it's Sigourney Weaver who says, if you don't play with that or you'll go blind. And that's the hint that they give you. And she says, hey, looking good, fella. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, everyone's horny. Um Yes, Sigourney, Sigourney Weaver reveals that she was a teacher. I'm confused, but your explanation earlier mildly helped me understand <laughs> what's going on here, so I do appreciate it. Well, you're welcome. Um, thank you. The colonel gets more horny for war the longer that this goes on, so Sigourney <laughs> Weaver has had enough of that and moves Team Avatar into the Hallelujah Mountains. Mm-hmm. Is that, That's not actually what they're called, is it? I swear to God it is. Oh, I thought I could have swore there was a different name. There's a 10 different names for every location that they go to in this movie. Oh, that's fair. Uh, but Hallelujah Mountains is where they go. It's a remote region of these immense floating islands that are very sacred to the mm-hmm. Navi. This is one of the, probably the coolest part about the 
park at uh, Animal Kingdom is they have like a big floating rock that they have connected by uh, vines, um, but it looks like it is floating in the air. It's actually like a engineering marvel what they've pulled off. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. It is very, very super impressive. And it's got like the waterfalls and everything like they have in the actual movie. It's it is like quite the sight to behold. Oh, those waterfalls don't make sense. None of it makes any sense. Where's the water coming from? And where does it go? <laughs> yeah. Um, just try not to think about it too hard. <laughs> Training continues. Zoe Saldana teaches Jake Sully the Navi language. Again, he will use it sparingly and interchangeably with English for the remainder of the movie. Yep. Uh, and she teaches him about their connection to the forest the longer this training scene goes on, I say people liked this movie? Question mm-hmm, mark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. People really liked this movie. And still do. They and still, still say, do. Still they made claim a, to. They made a second one 13 years later. And they say that those like third and fourth ones are going to come out within the next like five years. There's no fucking way. They've got seven of them planned is what I heard last. Good God. I don't well, know. When you make a billion dollars. Yeah, it's I, easy to convince a studio to let you do that. Why did it take so long, though? James Cameron had to get everything he wanted in this movie. More, <laughs> more ponytail fucking. I don't know. More blue titties. It's going to be so many of them. <laughs> get them wet this time. Put them in the ocean. Oh, good God. <laughs> Navi bikinis. <laughs> Uh, you know what? I think I will go see it. Um, Jake Sully's a fast learner, and Zoe Saldana teaches. He, she says it's it's he's ready to ride a banshee, mm-hmm. which is just this big pterodactyl. Yeah, which is kind of fun. I kind of like them. They they're like dragons almost. They're kind of yeah. Neat. You gotta have. It's like the best. I think probably the best creature in a movie with a a bunch of bad creatures. Mm-hmm. Um, they travel to some point in the Hallelujah Mountains and Jake Sully successfully bonds with the Banshee by fucking it with his hair tendrils. Yep. So bestiality, also a theme mm-hmm. in this movie. And now they're bound for life. Together forever, unless mm-hmm. he finds someone Unless he better. finds a better one. <laughs> I That actually made me really sad. We'll talk about it soon. <laughs> um... This is the theme of the big ride at Animal Kingdom yeah. is Flight of Passage. You link up with a avatar and ride on a banshee and like that's the premier ride that they have there. It is it is fun and worth waiting for it like just one time because mm-hmm. it's a multi-hour wait thing unless you get like a fast pass Ugh. kind of deal. Yeah, that's Disney, baby. Mm-hmm. But it's fun. It's good. Um. As they're riding the Banshee, I'm feeling like I'm running out of things to say. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> this is like the, the the middle portion of this movie where they're just like training Jake to be a Navi fucking drags. I feel like it's so dry and like my eyes are drying out just watching it. Yeah, it took me two sittings to watch this film. This time I actually fell asleep around this part the first time. I can't imagine why it's it's so gripping. (laughs) Um, I guess it's important to note that while flying, Jake Sully and Zoe Seldon are attacked by a gigantic banshee known as Toruk. Yep. 
They escape from it. It's explained that he who conquers the Toric earns the title Toric Mato. Probably not pronouncing that right. It doesn't matter. They're fake words. <laughs> yep. But it will be important later. It will be on the test. It will reappear later. I don't know if it's important. I guess it's, you it's know, important. I guess. It's important to this movie, but not important to me. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I thought earlier that I wanted the human part to end, but now I think I just want all of it to end. Yep. The equilibrium. It's finally caught back up on itself, and I'm saying, <laughs> all right, all right, I've had enough. Time to start well, watching it in two times speed. We've got like two hours left of content to go, but luckily the rest should be a breeze. Uh, after all this, Jake Sully's conflicted now. He says, out there is the real world. In here is the dream. Mm-hmm. And the colonel congratulates him and says he's doing a great job. So good that he's going to go back to Earth and get his legs fixed. Jake Sully delays that as he says he's actually about to be initiated into the tribe for realsies. Mm-hmm. Uh, this ceremony happens. After that ceremony, Zoe Saldana leads Jake Sully to a place of prayer known as the Tree of Voices. And they use their hair to bond with the tree and hear dead people talk. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of neat. I think that's a, a fun little thing they do. Except they have to fuck the tree to do it. They are fucking the tree to mm-hmm. be able to talk to dead people who also fucked the tree. <laughs> so they're also kind of fucking everyone who ever fucked the tree in the first place. It's, yep. Yep. This whole movie is an orgy. It's actually also explained that the tree like downloads your memories when you connect with it. The tree is the internet. The world yeah. is the internet. Pandora is the internet. Mm-hmm. So maybe it is a virtual world. No, I guess I wasn't so wrong in the first place. <laughs> I had it pegged correctly from the start. Uh, Zoe Saldana tells Jake Sully he's free to choose a woman. He says that he's already chosen her. She says that she has chosen him. They fuck with their hair. <laughs> they do. <laughs> <laughs> It's actually like they are like almost like actually having a real sex scene, but it's kind of ambiguous because it is all just the hair. Well, they they do a lot of like grinding before the hair thing happens. They do a lot of grinding. They also do kissing, which I guess is just which, the universal yes. custom. Is that is that something the Navi do? Um, it is now. She moans when when he like pulls her on top of him, which is yes. like, is there anything? going on down there i have so many questions that i really don't want answered but this movie makes me think of them it confronts me with these questions (laughs) oh and you know that people have got answers for you and yeah we're better off not knowing uh anyway all this fucking makes them tired and they fall asleep right in the middle of the forest uh this is the funniest part of the movie to me in the morning (laughs) Zoe Saldana awakens to huge bulldozers as the military is advancing on their location. Um, Jake Sully won't wake up, so she has to drag him to safety. And the scene of her dragging his unconscious body around is so fucking funny to me. (laughs) He's like this big, stupid blue rag doll. And she's like slapping him across the face, trying to get him wake up. Meanwhile, it cuts back to him, like with Sigourney Weaver having like bacon and eggs, like, ha ha another day <laughs> back in the office. It's supposed to be this like really tense moment. Cause he's trying really hard to get back into the pod, but Sigourney Weaver like won't let him. You got to eat something, Jake Sully. She's like, you need to eat. And you have you showered in a while? 
<laughs> Meanwhile, Zoe Saldana dragging his body around by the arms his to avoid being just body. eviscerated by a gigantic bulldozer. <laughs> can you can you imagine if it just got run over? Like she left him there. That's the oh, end of the film. God. Like I can't reconnect with my avatar. It almost was. That was almost the end of it. Um, but he's had all the breakfast that Sigourney Weaver had to offer, and it's time to wake back up. Uh, he does wake back up to this in- insane scene before him, uh, climbs onto one of the bulldozers and smashes its cameras, but not before the colonel recognizes Avatar Jake Sully. Yep. Uh, the bulldozers carry on, so... They spent all this money on the Avatar program just to go ahead and commit genocide anyway. Uh, has it even been the three months yet? I, the movie doesn't really give us a clear timeline on how long anything has taken. There's no timetable other than like all these video logs that Jake Sully keeps taking. Like mm-hmm. they're like, oh, now it's been 75 video logs that he's done. OK, um, and he probably does one every day. Hard to say. Yeah, hard to say. So they don't really make that very clear. But I guess time's time's up. It's time to throw away all this money and time that we spent on the Avatar program and just fucking go in there and wipe them out. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Which they could have done at any point. Anytime. They could have just started with that. Yeah. The Navi are pissed. They want war. Uh, Sigour, Navi, Weaver, and Jake Sully argue against this. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's an intense debate. And Sute tries to kill Jake Sully, jealous at having learned that Jake Sully and Zoe Saldana fucked. Yep. Uh, well, we did find out earlier that she was promised to him already. I kind of missed this. Yeah. Um, when they describe who he is, they then describe who she is and say, and she is to be wed to him. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. So there is that connection uh, and reason for him to be so upset. Well, I guess I guess old Sute couldn't seal the deal. Nope, nope. His ponytail not impressive enough. <laughs> Can you imagine falling in love with Jake Sully? Ugh. No, <laughs> <laughs> that sucks so bad. What does that say about Zoe Saldana? That's I mean, bad judgment. Zoe Saldana v. Uh, there's something there. Yeah. Actually, there's a lot there. Um, man, I can't believe I didn't come up with that sooner. <laughs> All I had was Sigour Navi Weaver, which I have repeated so many, many, many times. Um, yes, he tries to kill Jake Sully. Uh, Jake Sully is about to come clean about the whole Avatar program, but the colonel wakes them up IRL and arrests Jake Sully for trying to stop these bulldozers. Um, Sigourney Weaver reveals to everyone... Kind of what we talked about before, that Pandora's trees form a network that has more neural connections than exist in the human brain, and that the Na'vi can tap into that network Mm -hmm. with their hair fucking. (laughs) Um, So the whole planet is the internet, Mm -hmm. essentially. It's kind of like a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, where the planet is actually a supercomputer. That's kind of fun. Yeah. It's also stolen from an episode of another thing that's called Avatar. Oh. We'll talk about it. Will we? Maybe. <laughs> eh, probably not. That's that's not what this project is. <laughs> uh, the rich guy asks them all what they've been smoking. <laughs> Just that Navi Kush. This movie is so well written. 
<laughs> uh, I audibly groaned when he said that. Um, Jake Sully is given one hour to clear out the Navi. It's his last chance. At some point during this conversation, Jake Sully holds up a fucking college textbook that on the cover in big letters just says the Navi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he was taking a crash course before he linked up. Yeah, I mean, he was, I think. He they probably were. was. <laughs> uh, they, they say that his brother spent five years studying for the Avatar program. Uh, but Jake Sully's he's fresh meat. Mm-hmm. God, I hate that there's an explanation for everything <laughs> that I hate in this movie. <laughs> they thought about it. They did. Their, that's the problem. Their reasoning, not good, but it's there. <laughs> and that's why people who are defenders of this movie can well actually do <laughs> to death. Yeah. Fucking A, Avatar. <laughs> I speak for uh, them. But but don't don't be confused. This movie you are sucks. the avatar for those people. Yeah. You are the conduit for their pedantic arguments. I will make sure they are voiced on this podcast. But know that you are wrong. Brendan is of the people, the bad people. Um, Jake Sully and Sigournavi Weaver reappear and tell them the truth about their objective. In a three-hour movie, the scene of Jake Sully telling them the truth takes like 30 seconds. Yep. So, they, you know, not important. We've got bigger fish to fry. Uh, or bigger trees to fry, as it turns out. Um, Zoe Saldana rejects Jake Sully, and uh, they tie Jake Sully and Sigour Navi Weaver up as the Navi prepare to fight against the Sky People, mm-hmm. who have arrived in a large fleet of flying ships. Yep, basically pelicans from Halo. Um, it's actually remarkable how similar they are. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like uh, all the guns in District 9. Yeah. There was always the rumor that they were props for a Halo movie that never got made. Interesting. I could see that. Yeah, that's what I heard at the time that movie came out, is that there was a Halo movie in production, they made all the gun props for it, and then the movie got cancelled, so District 9 spray-painted all the gun props and reused them for that. Is District 9 still good? Uh, Was District 9 ever good? I thought thought it it was fine. I thought it was... I thought it was good, but I was a younger man. I I always thought it was fine. Uh, It's not chappy, that's for sure. (sighs) <sighs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure how you feel about Chappie after I, that comment. I love Chappie. <laughs> You're the one. You are the one. <laughs> I think Chappie's wicked fun. But again, I love it the way I love Unobtainium. It's it's so much fun to watch because D Antword <laughs> are so bad. Good lord. Uh, but Bastard District Nine, real quick. I've actually got. I worked in the movie theater at the time that was out. And I have hanging on one of my walls in my house right now a uh, no prawns in the bathrooms sign that I stole from the movie theater. OK. Yeah. Um, That's fun. You think you're going to hold on to that for much longer? Well, it's a sticker. So if I take it off the wall, oh, it's, it's gone sticker. forever. Okay, yeah, good point. Good <laughs> yeah. point. Yeah. You'd have to cover that up. And who's got the time? <laughs> um, Chappy. I saw a real steal. Oh, the Rock'em Sock'em Robots movie. That was was really bad. I didn't see that. I wanted to, though, because it looks like that was around the time they were making Battleship. And I was like, why are they just making all these old children's toys into movies? Oh, no. Um, I'd almost rather be talking about Real Steel right now. (laughs) 
Um, yes, the sky people are here. They launch gas canisters, which disperse the Navi, then blast the roots of home tree with just a bunch of big missiles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the tree falls over. Yep. As I'm watching this scene, I'm like, okay, you know what? This actually probably would look pretty good in a movie theater. It's a pretty epic scene, yeah. And then, like, the aftermath of it when Jake wakes up in, like, the ashen area where the tree once stood, it looks really nice. This is probably, yeah, the most visually impressive part of the movie for me, having watched it on my couch, Mm -hmm. you know? I think. Well, this is probably where they put a lot of the budget, too, because it is James Cameron and it is Explosions. This is true. He loves those things. He fucking loves them. And he put a lot of them in this portion of the movie. He loves big central objects uh, toppling over and breaking. <laughs> yep. Well, he's famous for it. <laughs> uh, yes, the tree falls over. Many of the Na'vi are killed. Uh, the queen frees Jake Sully and asks him to save their tribe. The king is killed by a large piece of shrapnel. It's sad. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I felt nothing for this character. <laughs> um, Jake Sully and Sigourney Weaver return to their human bodies and are promptly placed under arrest, as is Norm. Poor Norm. He was hardly even a factor in it. <laughs> he wasn't this. even there. <laughs> he didn't even show up, but he still gets arrested. Uh, as this happens, the Na'vi gather at a place called the Tree of Souls. Mm-hmm. Um which is that the same place we were earlier where they fucked or is it which is a very similar tree? No, it's a different one. Uh, there are I think they explained thousands of those trees all connected in a in the network. Uh, but the ones that they were in, I think, were probably just the closest ones to the central tower or whatever. I didn't need to do this, but I scrolled back up to confirm that where they were before was called the Tree of Voices. Yes. And this is the Tree of Souls. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, don't don't forget it. This is going to be formative, I think, for the rest of your life experiences. <laughs> so um, Michelle Rodriguez busts them out of jail as they're making their way to her chopper. Sigourney, Sigourney Weaver, I now I have to I only call her Sigourney Navi Weaver when she when is she's in, Navi in the form. Navi form. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm going back and forth on it. Sigourney Weaver is shot and says, this is going to ruin my whole day. Oh, oh, Sigourney. Oh, you. Yeah, there's a little. <laughs> now's not the time you're dying. <laughs> She's always got to have that dry wit, though. <laughs> um, they fly to that remote lab in the mountains and they transport a pod to another spot in the forest. Uh, Jake Sully returns to his avatar body, but is not welcomed back by the people. Uh, And he says, I know what to do. I'm going to go capture that big ass dinosaur. And then my girlfriend will like me again. Yep. (laughs) That's basically what happens. (laughs) (laughs) Although I think Jake Sully being like the total stupid meathead that he is, he's like, I got to go big. Mm -hmm. Because he can't go home. I can't go home. I'm stuck on this rock. <laughs> uh, he takes off on his banshee and finds the Torok and conquers it by simply jumping onto its back. Yeah, yeah. His, <laughs> From above. His explanation is it's the biggest, baddest thing in the sky. Uh, so it doesn't have to worry about being attacked. So it doesn't look up. <laughs> 
uh, there's one bigger, badder thing in the sky now, and it's Jake Sully <laughs> coming down Sully's at you. Dick. <laughs> it's his big ponytail dick. <laughs> and he's going to link it with you. <laughs> <laughs> but in the process, he does also abandon his banshee. So, like, I guess so much for that. Yeah, and we never see it again. <laughs> no, it's gone. No longer a character in the movie. <laughs> Uh, I think I also saw when I was doing light research on this movie that that Banshee, he named it Bob. Oh, really? I don't. Did he ever say that in the movie? No, I don't think he did. I think that might be a non-canonical thing. <laughs> it's in the novelization. <laughs> yeah. In case you want all of the story with none of the good visuals. Mm-mm, no, I'm I'm in it for the lore, baby. <laughs> Yes, he conquers this thing and then scares the shit out of the Na'vi by rolling up on the Tree of Souls, riding majestically on the Toruk. <laughs> they are all horrified. What been, the fuck? The, their home has just been destroyed. Many of them were killed. And now suddenly here the comes most dangerous predator. <laughs> the greatest threat to their civilization rolls up on them. Yeah, in, the, in their greatest time of need. Good idea, Jake, Sully. <laughs> Uh, they can't fucking believe what they're seeing. Jake Sully, I guess it did work. He goes and he he holds arms with Zoe Saldana and they say to each other, I see you, which I think is the first time we've mentioned that in this recap. Yeah. Do they do that a lot? It's a thing. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, I, you know what? Let's, let's talk about it no longer. Uh, Jake Sully convinces the queen to help Sigourney Weaver, who is dying from that gunshot wound. Uh, they arrange her human body and her avatar body in place mm -hmm. at the Tree of Souls. Sigourney Weaver is nude for some reason. And wrapped in vines. Yeah. <laughs> Lightly wrapped in vines. <laughs> I don't really know why she needs to be nude, but hey, you know, good for 60-year-old Sigourney Weaver for... <laughs> Agreeing that even agreeing to do that, even though, I mean, 90 percent of like the full body shots are clearly CG. Oh, yeah. And, like not her actual body. But she could still do it. 60 years old. You know, Sigourney Weaver's got it. Oh, yeah. She's doing great. Uh, the idea is to permanently transfer Sigourney Weaver's consciousness into Sigournavi Weaver. Mm -hmm. And this this I have a problem with. <laughs> sure. Um, this, this, okay. So first off, this is what makes me think they do know about like what the avatars are mm -hmm. because the, the queen is very like convinced that this can work as if it's something they've done before already. It's if it's already happened, it's yeah. an established thing. We can transfer someone's consciousness into a, a soulless Navi body. Um, and that's the problem. <laughs> That's the problem I have with it. Is that well, why? Why do they know that? Are are the avatars something that are naturally occurring, like here on this planet? Is that how their like reproduction works? Like, does does one of the soulless bodies pop out of the tree, and they like <laughs> take portions of the mother and father's soul and combine them into the body? No, they grow them in a tank. <laughs> well, that's the human hybrid ones. Oh, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> These ones grow I, in a, a tree tank. Very similar, <laughs> but made of tree. <laughs> but organic. Yeah. 
Um, I think that maybe they have done this before, yeah, with like actual Navi. But I, now I'm like, what in what situation would they need to transfer a, a Navi's consciousness into another Navi? I yeah, they. She seems sure that this will work, but also they have like a full ritual that the entire tribe participates, and they in. they all know it very well. They all know exactly what to do. I don't know. They so. they all have to fuck the ground and chant rhythmically. Hey, Brendan, you know what you might have just stumbled upon <laughs> is the one thing we have a problem with in this movie that there isn't an answer for. Yeah, yeah. That's the that's why this bothers me so much is that it didn't even try. So fuck everyone who tries <laughs> to tell us what's going on here. It's dumb bullshit it's that doesn't make sense. Plot convenience is what it is. Uh, convenient for me. I'm having a great time. <laughs> uh, yes, there's a ritual that involves Sigourney Weaver passing through the Eye of Awa, they say. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ritual, however, is not successful. And after telling Jake Sully that she's seen Awa, Sigourney Weaver dies. Yep. R.I.P. Yep, it doesn't work. Gone too soon. Um, Jake Sully makes a impassioned speech to the Navi about reclaiming their land by joining up with the other Navi tribes. And just like you said earlier, he fucking needs Sute to translate his speech. Yep. Even though clearly they all know English, but also it's been such a focal point that he's been learning their language. And even the speech that he gives, it's not like he's using any kind of like grandiose terms. He's just like, they took our land. Yeah. And we, we got to fight. Yep. And get everyone together. And like he needed that translated. <laughs> I guess <Wow>. so. <laughs> it's very much just like the speech in uh, Starship Troopers. Where he's like, I'm from the great tree and I say kill them all. And like, that's it. That's better, though. <laughs> well, everything about everything Starship about Troopers is yeah, better than this. Top to bottom. Top to bottom. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they got to join up the tribe. So a montage of all that, I'm waving my hand around up, all that happens. Yeah, they go around and they collect all the tribes from the different parts of the world. We see the tribe that is probably the focal point of the sequel, who are the, the sea tribe of the Eastern Sea, I think they call them. Um, okay. That's probably the most important thing that happens <laughs> in that scene is we meet them. And it's yes. only important retroactively now that there's because a sequel. We know, yeah. Because we know what is to come. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, the military notices the growing Navi population, uh, and they must stage a preemptive attack while they still can. Mm-hmm. So their plan is to drop a big-ass bomb on the Tree of Souls. <laughs> yep. We get a fun shot of them carting like a crate full of bombs onto a a plane and it zooms in on one of them just to prove that it's a bomb. It'll blow up. (laughs) Man, these folks really want to kill these natives. Yeah, they're already off the land. (laughs) They got what they wanted. (laughs) It's it's not even about the money anymore now. Now it is about killing the Now it's spite, yeah. So the rich guy, he's let the colonel just completely take over the operation. Um, at the Tree of Souls, Jake Sully uses his hair to fuck the tree and asks Awa to help. Zoe Saldana tells Jake Sully that Awa does not take sides. Mm-mm. Which sounds like taking sides to me. 
that sounds like, yeah, very much so. I'm going to stay out of it. You, you know, is, is being neutral really, is there even such a thing? Uh, the colonel and his fleet roll out towards the Tree of Souls, and they're met from the sky and on the ground by the United Navi armies. Avatar Jake Sully riding on his Turok, holding a machine gun again. It was dumb at the beginning of the movie. It's even dumber now. Where'd he get a machine gun? Great question. <laughs> you know, I didn't question it at the time. But now that you mention it, where did that machine gun come from? Oh, God damn it, Brendan. Now I'm doing what you're doing. Ready? I have an answer. Do you? Michelle Rodriguez is there. Oh, okay. Yeah, it came from the, the, the helicopter. She probably had, yeah, she probably had one on her plane. Yeah, okay. Fuck, I wish I didn't <laughs> say that. Fine. <laughs> Fine is yeah. all we can say. <laughs> Uh, the big battle starts. It's kind of fun, but it lasts a long time. It's like, what, 40 minutes? We're like 40 minutes from the end of the movie, and this is like most of what's left. This is, uh, yeah, all that there is is just <laughs> a big fight, but it takes so long. Mm -hmm. A feature-length film. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, in and of itself. Uh, Michelle Rodriguez joins in the fight. She says, you're not the only one with a gun, bitch. <laughs> They love calling each other bitches. Lots of bitch in this movie. Yeah, everyone's a bitch. <laughs> From the rhino to the colonel himself. Well, Breaking Bad was very popular around this time. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, inspiration. Uh, and there's a lot of magnets in this movie, too. Yeah. How do they work? That's not, that's not true. <laughs> How do they work? It's Everyone wants to know. It's a miracle. <laughs> uh, everyone dies. <laughs> Zoe Saldana's Banshee dies, Norm's avatar dies, and then wakes. he wakes up, answering my question, if you die in the game, do you die in real life? Mm -hmm. The answer is no. No. I want to know, though, what uh, happens if you die in the pod when you're connected to the avatar? That it just falls asleep forever. Probably. It's just like disconnecting. Yeah. That would be my guess. Um, Sute dies. Michelle Rodriguez dies. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like all hope is lost, but then the animals of Pandora join in the fight. Zoe Saldana is overjoyed that Awa has heard Jake Sully's plea for help. Uh, that big, scary panther thing lets her ride on it. Yeah, because why not? You kind of should have known that that was coming from mm -hmm. the very moment that we met that damn thing. <laughs> um, Jake Sully takes down the biggest ship in the fleet with a single grenade. Yeah. He's very, he's a very good Marine. He then takes down the Colonel's gunship with a single grenade. <laughs> <laughs> uh, makes sense to me. Um, the Colonel puts on a mech suit and jumps out of the ship before it explodes, conveniently landing at Team Avatar's camp, mm -hmm. where Jake Sully is inside of his pod. Uh, he's about to kill Jake Sully IRL, but is attacked by Zoe Saldana, uh, and with the help of his trusty mech, the colonel kills the panther thing, and Zoe's Saldana is trapped underneath it. Mm -hmm. So, again, our friends are dropping like flies. Oh, yeah, one by one. Got to get rid of all of them. We got a sequel to worry about in <laughs> 13 years. We can't worry about all these characters. No, we get clean slate. People are going to want to know what's happened to them. We got we to wrap it up here. Where's the panther been? <laughs> Dead. Uh, before the colonel has a chance to kill Zoe Saldana, Jake Sully arrives in Avatar form. Uh, 
The two engage in combat. Jake Sully smashes open the mech's cockpit and the colonel dons a breathing mask. And before he moves off towards J- I, real Jake Sully's pod, mm-hmm. he asks Avatar Jake Sully how it feels to have betrayed the human race to which Jake Sully hisses at him. Yep, which is something that the Navi have been doing. A few times. Mm-hmm. So he's more Navi than man now. Oh, no. He's gone too or, far. Or yay, I'm not really sure. Has science gone too far? The I, answer is yes. <laughs> I say has. I say science hasn't gone too far enough. How much further can we go? <laughs> uh, the colonel smashes into the mobile lab, looking for Jake Sully's pod. Uh, Avatar Jake Sully is grabbed by the mech after this, and the colonel unsheaths, yes, a big-ass <laughs> mech knife. Oh, my God, the mech knife. It's so dumb, but also very good. <laughs> they Props could, to they you, couldn't, James like, Cameron. build guns into the arms of it. Like, it needs a what, knife. <clears throat> what's it going to do if it drops the gun that it has to carry around? Don't worry about it. It can stab, too. <laughs> multifunctional it's like a 10 in 1 cooker that you would get at target can we at least make it so it can't drop the knife no <laughs> no 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 absolutely not well it's controlled by the colonel's own hands you see yeah yeah so blame it it's that's user error <laughs> i mean they could they could have like given it like an assassin's creed knife like one that comes out of its arm oh yeah a little, f- little yeah f- that would have been cool uh That would have been so stupid, but also really good as well. (laughs) Suddenly, Zoe Saldana shoots an arrow through the colonel's chest and then shoots a second arrow through the colonel's chest. And the colonel is defeated. Mm -hmm. But much damage has been done to the lab, which is leaking in the planet's poisonous atmosphere. Human Jake Sully is now awake, but he's having difficulty both breathing and trying to get a mask on. Mm-hmm. Zoe Saldana arrives and helps human Jake Sully put on his mask. The image of Jake Sully in his Navi girlfriend's arms is so absurd. <laughs> He's a little baby. <laughs> He's just a little tiny baby boy in this gigantic <laughs> blue alien woman's arms. And I would think that if she like looked down at him in this form, she'd be like, you know what? I'm good. <laughs> oh, oh. That's what you look like? Never. Never mind. She got catfished the entire movie. (laughs) She got, yeah. Hmm. Do we want to come up with a, hmm, let's see, a a version of catfish for avataring? Well, they they do refer to the avatar, or not the avatar, the Navi as cats, uh, I think at one point. Okay, catfish, then we'll just stick with the term. Yeah. And they do have like cat noses and they hiss like we just spoke about. And everyone wants to fuck them. (laughs) Just like cats. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, we'll see if that stays in the episode audio. Uh, yes, she's cradling Jake Sully, and she says, I see you. Again. Yeah. Still important, but who cares? <laughs> um. Anyway, Jake Sully's saved, and the Na'vi have won the fight back at the base They're kicking the humans off of Pandora, except for a few people, like one of their greatest heroes, Norm. (laughs) Norm, he can stay. Norm, you're an all right guy. He's been a pivotal part of this. (laughs) We wouldn't still be around if not for Norm. 
Um, Jake Sully chooses to transfer his consciousness to his avatar for good. Mm -hmm. And in a ceremony similar to Sigourney Weaver's, Jake Sully passes through the Eye of Ewa and wakes up in his avatar with Zoe Saldana watching over him. Jake Sully is become Na'vi now. Now it's not an avatar anymore. It's no longer Avatar. It's just Jake Sully, baby. <laughs> There's also moments in this movie where, like, the Navi refer to him as Jake Sully, but it's like the subtitles on the screen say Jake Sully all in one word. Like, they think his name is, like, Jake Sully. Oh, I think so, yeah. I think that's the implication. That's kind of... It's... <laughs> I was going to say it's kind of fun. The name still sucks, but I think it's kind of fun that they do that. Yeah, I think so. Uh, anyway, Brendan, that's the end of Avatar. Thank God. How'd you How'd you feel? Oh my God, it was boring. I was I was it was a struggle. It's, they seemed like such a good idea for a bit at the time. And now, do we both regret it? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I mean, it, it was still worth it for the bit. But God, you, you listeners better appreciate what we do for you. I'm so angry. I'll tell you one thing. I'm really, really angry and upset. It was worth it for the bit. You're right. Gotta, it was worth it gotta for the bit. Commit to the bit. We gotta commit to the bit. It was a good bit. It was a good solid bit. <laughs> I'm so angry and upset that I have seen the movie Avatar because it was exactly what I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was. visuals that no longer look good in the format that I watched it. I don't think I would have been impressed even if I had seen it in a movie theater. Maybe I would have been if I had seen it in 2009, but too much time has passed. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I knew that the plot was going to be fucking dumb. I knew the characters were going to be bland and have like nothing interesting to say. Uh, Nobody is redeemable. Nope. Um, It was exactly the movie that I thought it was going to be. And I'm so upset with myself that like now I have put myself through this. Now I have to, now I have to know for sure that I wasted three hours of my life watching this fucking movie that I didn't like. Yep. And there have been times where I've been proven wrong with something like that. Like I, I remember when Napoleon dynamite came out, I said, Napoleon dynamite looks really fucking dumb. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to see it. And then I watched it on DVD and I loved it. Uh, it actually took me a few watches to to appreciate Napoleon Dynamite. It's a tough one. It's a slow. It's a slow burn. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, this one though got worse the second time. I just it boggles the mind that people liked this movie and still claim to like this. It makes me think that a lot of people haven't seen this movie since two thousand nine. Yeah, that could be. Uh, there are some pretty rabid fans of this f- franchise, though. People were super stoked. But you know what? I haven't heard anyone talk about the new one. I have such a specific uh, section of people that I follow on Twitter that are like Disney theme park people or just like movie lovers in general where I have seen some chatter about just being happy to like go see a big blockbuster movie in theaters. Mm -hmm. Again, I think is the main thing that people are excited about. Um, but when I do see people specifically excited, like, I can't wait to go see the new Avatar, I'm like, what are you What are you doing? Why? Yeah, well, I, explain. How does this work for you? <laughs> what do you get out of this? I don't know. 
Uh, I, sexual satisfaction because the Navi are that. so fucking yeah, sexy. Probably that. Um, I didn't realize it was in theaters. Actually, I thought it was a straight to Disney Plus. Oh no! Joint. It is on oh. Disney Plus though, right? Uh, I saw the well. I saw the card for it on there, but I don't. I didn't click on it to see if it was watchable. It might be one of those things where it's a simultaneous mm-hmm. release. Of course, by this point, uh, the movie will have already come out. Um, so we'll know if it released in theaters and on Disney. Plus. I don't know. <laughs> Is it not out? Because like I said, I saw the, the title card for it on Disney Plus was there when I watched it this weekend. Brendan, uh, at the time of this recording, it is. Mm-hmm. I believe that the movie comes out on December 16th. Oh, wild. What's the card doing there? Just a coming soon thing? Add it to your favorites now so you can watch it later and we can use them them favorites as like a metric of some sort? It's like a pre-order thing at GameStop. Like, huh. oh, well, this is how much we're really going to allot to the store based on how many people pre-order. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's for the most expensive movie ever made. <laughs> yeah, wild. In Avatar 2. <laughs> uh I'm fucking so upset and pissed and like <laughs> mad at myself and disappointed in myself and feel like a part of my identity has been ripped away by having seen <laughs> yep. Avatar. But I can at least now definitively say I will not be going to see Avatar the way of water. <laughs> you know what? I might watch it on Disney you Plus. Fool. <laughs> I need Why? I need to at least start it. If I'm watching it on a streaming service, I have not committed any money that's not already spent. And well, I can just turn it off. Oh, I think they're going to charge like 20 bucks. Um, I recall that during the early days of the pandemic, when things like Mulan or Black Widow were not able to release in mm-hmm. theaters and released exclusively on Disney Plus. They charged a $30 fee where you could watch it. $30 on is Plus. far too much. I will check for it. And if it is free, I will start watching There's it no at least. There's absolutely no way. I just, pr- I promise you that's not going to happen. Well, then I will not see it. <laughs> I, there's no way I'm spending money on this film. You, but you do think you'll watch it when it comes free streaming on Disney Plus? Maybe not after the fact. No, if it was free day one, I might watch it like this weekend at some point. But I can't see myself like coming back to it months later and being like, yeah, you know what? It's it's because the first one is so fresh in my mind. And I'm so curious to see what can they do with this? It, could it be could it be worse it's uh it certainly could (laughs) but could it be Um, better (laughs) also lots of room for that option (laughs) as well um i that is funny because that's one of the thoughts that i had going into this is like well maybe this will be better than i thought and it will like get me pumped up to watch avatar the way of water and (laughs) just totally didn't do that so oh my God. i'm thankful i in in that way only i am <laughs> thankful and i guess in the way that now when i go back to disney's animal kingdom i can like maybe further appreciate the stuff that i'm looking at i don't know if the movie is really going to enhance your enjoyment of any of that if you didn't I, like it 
I guess not, because all it will do is I'll I'll be like, okay, well, I, that's what that is. Yeah, now I know. Now I know where that came from. <laughs> but and you'll be it, reminded of the movie. You might have ruined the park for you. That's true. Now I might not ever be able to go back. I've already got a vacation scheduled for two months from now. I'm even wearing a spirit jersey right now that I bought in Disney's Animal Kingdom. Nick is holding up his The Lion King spirit jersey. Oh, he's showing me the back. It says Hakuna Matata, and it has young Simba, Timon, and Pumbaa uh, in their poses as if they were walking across the log in the hit film The Lion King. And that's how you know I ain't bullshitting anyone. I don't fuck around when I talk about this stuff. It's important to me. God damn it. So when I say that I don't like something, I mean it. And when I say that I love something, I couldn't love it any more than I yep, do. Yep. Nick is the resident um, Disney expert. Is that the word? Is that the word we want to use for it? The resident um, Disney Stan? Stan. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. I don't ever talk about myself as being a stan of anything and in fact i kind of hate that term but no that's definitely <laughs> the way that we should re- refer to me as from now on mm-hmm. i have an appreciation for disney but nowhere nowhere near approaching the levels of love and enjoyment nick finds in them it how do you feel about a disney property known as avatar uh it's bad it's real bad it's bad yeah real bad it's not good. Anyway, uh, Brendan, well, I mean, that's the end of our Avatar project. You know, that mm-hmm. was our next project on the show, and we've reached the end of it. Yeah, and, we, um, you you people asked for it, and we listened. For so long. <laughs> Told you I didn't like it. And I'm sorry that I dragged you into it. And even, <laughs> even me telling you, that, you know, begging you to finally do Avatar and uh, knowing that I didn't even want to watch it. Uh, <laughs> That was maybe a foolish decision of me to do in the first place, but um, here we are. Um, I just, you know, we can't thank people enough for joining us on this journey through uh, our entire Avatar project. We really couldn't have made it through without everyone um, listening to all of our episodes in this Avatar project. Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, all the great community support that we had. And Brendan, you've been, you know, my companion in this whole avatar journey along the way and i really i just i appreciate all your insight and all the time that we've shared together talking about avatar and this project that has come to a close Mm -hmm. um i really i appreciate uh that i i'm happy that i got to take this ride with you it really means a lot to me yeah yeah as 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 bad as the film was it was still fun doing this finishing up our second project uh, we will we will be doing a ranking of the best uh, characters. Uh, so if anyone wants to write in about their favorite avatar characters, you can do that, do that at gotta recap at gmail.com. Same email address. Um, yeah, all the all that. Uh, we may check out the video games. <laughs> you know, there's a new video game in development. <laughs> oh, God, I didn't. I should have guessed a Ubisoft though. joint. Oh, no. So. fear that (laughs) no we're not doing that we're not going to do the video games no no we've reached all we can do we're we're not ranking shit we're not we're never going to talk about this film again no as as you just said our second project has officially come to a close (laughs) uh which means our third project you know we'll see everyone in a little bit when it's finally time to get that one started but uh it's not going to be avatar nope we've already done that It's certainly not going to be Avatar. Nope. Um, 
Anyway, I'm done. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye.